When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. 180! Talking darts, this is At The Oki on SENZ. Yes, a very good evening to you all. Welcome into At The Oki here on SCNZ. Ben Francis and Ben Rob with you through until 10 o'clock tonight. The show brought to you by the Dart Depot. Darts, dartboards, lighting and more. The Dart Depot. Plenty to cover off tonight on the show. Uh, they had the two DPNZ events, events five and six in the beautiful Nelson over the weekend. And the man next to me captured two more titles to his name, so we'll talk to him about that very shortly. We're also going to catch up with the GOAT of New Zealand Darts, Warren Parry, as they say. Uh, he's going to be he's going to be Ben's World Cup partner coming up next month in June, and also just going to chat some darts because that's what we do here on at the Yockey. And joining me, Ben Rob, mate, how are you? Congratulations! Thank you. A little bit tired today. Flew in this morning. Flew home. Straight to work. Put another. I don't know. Felt like twelve hours, but probably like five six hours. But nah, stoked to get the two wins. Uh, cemented myself to the Hamilton Masters. Fantastic. Which is, massive goal of mine to know that I can plan for that and prepare and and stuff like that I'm just super stoked and you know six events five finals four wins it's a good start to the year it's not a bad record is it it's not bro and the numbers are good man my numbers across the board are pretty good scoring well this weekend I just I wasn't that killer mode in, in certain moments and I just kind of played the player instead of just trying to Harness my inner Michael Van Gogh and just put that <laughs> that Ferrari in full tip the whole time. I'm just not doing it at the moment. Oh well, that's all right. I, my what main question though is when you flew in, was was it sunny down in Nelson? Yeah, and yes. then you, you probably arrived back here and thought, what the hell am I doing with my life? Oh, as soon as the rain started popping <laughs> off, and here I am dropping down up and down on the plane. I was like, man, and I'm a drain layer too, bro. So straight out in the rain, working the rain the rest of the day. So. Raincoat. Yeah, yeah, that's no, so you, you would have, you would have been in the digger, surely. No, no, it's a oh. hand dig, mate. My boss, he's angry at me. Too much time off work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, but uh, was it was it a good turnout down in Nelson over the weekend? Uh the locals. Oh, we had ninety eight in Birkenhead uh, on yeah, Saturday. Well, that's pretty hard to compete with. Yeah, yeah. Birkenhead really set the, the standard there. And Nelson, I think we had fifty nine on the first day and uh, forty eight on the second day, uh, which made the competition so much more dense with quality. A lot of good players didn't really walk away with much points in the weekend. 
Uh, I John Harry after his after his win, he hasn't really put points on. Um, I think uh, was he struggling to deal with the fame? I don't know. He got speed wobbles. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's won. He's like, I'm going to start winning everything. But no, it's, there's a whole bunch of guys that just struggling to get points because the competition is just a lot more close than it used to be. And uh, on the Saturday, the first final which you won, you took away that massive uh, that paycheck that you got. Uh, you beat Caden Milne in the final. Yeah, I was surprised to see Caden get there, but the dude's been consistent, man. He he, he's, he deserves his spot. Uh, I was, I think he was playing. Um, I think it was Tukes in the semis. I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, good on Caden. He got there. Probably didn't play. I definitely didn't play his best game in that final and. I just took the right moments and, and just kind of, when I had to, then uh, put it away. That's what you call experience. 100%, bro. I feel comfortable. Uh, I feel like my consistency has made everybody kind of look at me in, in a way of waiting for me to hit those high averages or, or whatnot. So it does give me an advantage and, and I know how to close a game up because I've done it a few times now. But I guess you also remember what it was probably being like in Caden's shoes when you were probably at the start and probably reaching a final and a bit, of, bit of nerves and going, ooh. Yeah, oh, 100%. Well, they called me a bridesmaid for so long because <laughs> I was always a bridesmaid and never the bride. But, um, yeah, you've got to get there. I always tell everybody the only way to the only way to get there is through experience and, and having those down moments. But it's how he bounces back that he'll see what he's made of. And then on Sunday, uh, you beat Hope High in the final. Yeah, Hope's in the final. Uh, to be fair, he probably didn't play his standard. Um, I just, yeah, it was a scrappy game. A few legs were just real, like, kind of not like what we used to play in each other. And, yeah, but, I mean, we'll take the win every time. If he had beat me, he would take the win too. So, yeah. Uh, what have you got against uh, Craig Caldwell? I see in both your matches you average over 100 against him. Dangerous guy, bro. He's a <laughs> dangerous man. Scores big, takes big moments, and... Yeah, oh, I just know what he's capable of, and, and I, if, I, if I don't beat him to the mark, he's, he's going to get too many chances. He'll put me away. So I was just like, nah. Both days, got him too. So yeah, 100 averages, not bad. So you qualified for the New Zealand Darts Masters coming up in August. What's kind of the next goal, next box to tick off on that, on your long list of achievements for 2023? <laughs> Mate, just make winning a habit. Um, I really want to learn to, like I said, put my foot down and maintain a high standard. I don't want a moment to come to me for me to lift my game. I really want to be like Michael Van Gogh when he was at the top. And, you know, like just as soon as you get there, you're just straight away scoring well, finishing 12, 15 darters. That's my goal. And we've got the qualifiers for Australia. Um, we've got one qualifier down in Christchurch, so that's the next one. And obviously you get back on the Ali Pally stage. Is that in a couple of weeks? Uh, I think it's before Dunedin, so it should be. Ah, uh, oh, sorry, after Hamilton, so... Maybe a month a month out. Oh, for the world champs. For the world with series morning goal. Oh, okay, right, gotcha. Yeah, that qualifier. All righty, so we are seven minutes after nine here on at the Yockey. Uh, ben Francis and Ben Rob with you through until ten o'clock tonight. Just actually having a look at some of the comments, mate. You, you it seems like you've got quite a big fan club going on. Everyone's <laughs> saying awesome stuff. Mate, the community is awesome. You you were seeing it at Birkenhead. Uh, just a bunch of good people. Everyone got the same goals, and they always ask a lot of questions about how they can improve. And I, I love helping people kind of get to that next level of little tips, you know, because the guys before me really helped me out, and I just try to pass on the knowledge that was passed to me, type of thing. I actually, I, I said I put up my dartboard 
it's been it's been down at home, and I put it up uh, last week, and I thought I'm gonna have have a bit of a have a throw. I've got got a, I got a nice set of your darts, as you know. Yeah. I also got another set, so I started off with the other set because see, let's see how oh, we're at. Dirty. Oh, I, I'm, I just I'm just seeing where I am because I haven't had a throw in a while. Yeah. So I, I I had it was you know a best of five. You know, you just play against the app. When I was using the other set, I had sixty three average, and I was quite happy with that. Yeah, uh, remember we're playing. We're playing it at home here. We're not playing it anywhere else. We're playing it somewhere <laughs> else. Probably would have been worse. But then I picked up your set, mate, and I got I got sixty nine. So I was quite happy with that. I still talk about the darts there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mate, they got a little bit of magic, mate. They got a little bit of magic. Nah, but it took me ages to design those. I love them. I don't think I've had a bad kind of comment about them. So I, oh, mate, nah, I love them. I have another one coming out soon too. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, so I should have brought them with me and have you, ha- you have a little look at them. You're making some changes. I have, I have. I've noticed a few grip issues and I thought I'd change up a little things. And, um, yeah, it's in the works. Should be out, I don't know, maybe in a couple of weeks, maybe a month. Oh, you have to get along to the Dart Depot hey. to check those ones out, Shh. eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Dart Depot is your one-stop shop for all things darts and cue. Visit the dartdepot.co.nz. Uh, later on in the show, we've got a bit of an announcement to make, so stay tuned for that one. But coming up after the break, we are going to chat with the great man himself. It's Warren Parry here on At The Yockey, Ben Francis and Ben Rob with you through until 10 o'clock tonight. Alrighty, we're 13 minutes after 9 here on SCNZ's At The Occy, brought to you by the Dart Depot, darts, dartboards, lighting and all the Dart Depot. Now, mate, as we've spoken about many times before, Ben, you're off to a World Cup next month. I am, very lucky. To Germany? To Germany. Frankfurt. Pretty exciting, eh? Yeah, 30 hours to get there. And I think we've got to talk to the man that's coming with me. Yeah, we are, certainly indeed. And that man is Warren Parry, who will be teaming up with Ben Robb at the upcoming World Cup of Darts. Warren, how are you this evening? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, really good. Good stuff, mate. Uh, how, how excited are you to be heading along to the World Cup again with uh, with good old Ben Robb? Oh, I'm, looking, I'm really looking forward to it, especially with Piers. So, yeah, no, we're going to have a uh, game before we go, Christchurch, team up there, and, yeah, see how it goes again. And, no, I'm looking forward to it. Are you excited for that new format? So this this year it's going to be in your groups. I think you've got a group of three, and then it's just pairs all the way through, which I think, uh, or I know Ben has told me that it's probably something that probably suits you two a bit more. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it with Ben. So, yeah, hopefully we go right. And, of course, you two teamed up last year. So what can you take from that heading into this year? Uh, it was the first time playing together, so I thought we'd done pretty well last year in the peers. Yeah. Ben done a bit of work, I sort of set him up, and yeah, we had the odd double together, and that worked out pretty good. Yeah, well, I think we kind of vibe really well up there, eh? so <laughs> I'm excited for it. But um, I think, like, and we went to the singles last year, uh, we both got up early, we both went up 2 0, and then both didn't close it out. But in the, in the peers, we seemed to kind of, you know, like, I didn't really feel as much pressure. So, yeah, I think the new format's really going to suit the lower-tier countries coming into it. And, yeah, I think we're up for an upset. But we're going to the Canterbury Open the weekend before, playing pairs. I dropped John, he dropped Steve, so they're not very happy about it. Hopefully they <laughs> pair up. And, I mean, it was, I can put like 4-0 on them just to let them know, you know, who the big dogs are. How did that, com- how did that conversation <laughs> go? <laughs> <laughs> I took very long to tell John, and Walls was like, mate, you need to tell him. I was just like, oh, but. Oh, because I knew he, didn't, he wouldn't take it well, but he took it all right. He understood what, what we were up to and what we're trying to achieve. Now, uh, now, Warren, you've got, got the World Cup 
sorry, you got the World Cup coming up in uh, in June, which is a nice opportunity to play on TV. Do, how often, how much do you like look forward to those opportunities to to play in front of the big stage? Oh, it's the ultimate. Just you know, playing against all the big boys, and yeah, no, it's, uh, one thing you strive for when you your dark career is to play on the big stage. Do you have one moment on the TV which stands out above the rest? Uh, yeah, probably on a bit of Van Gerwen. That was, yeah, yeah, that I, would be it. I was yeah. seeing if he was going to say it. He might have no, something else. That is the greatest achievement in New Zealand arts. has to be. Oh, but that was awesome. Name something else, say you just can't do it. Michael Van Gerwen, world number one. But like, what else? What do you reckon was? What's second? I mean, everybody knows the Michael Van Gerwen win. Is there something else? The whole you're, mate, you got a massive career uh, of darts and you've achieved so much. Is there something secondly probably, that stands out? Oh, uh, getting runner up to Barney in the World Cup, World Cup singles. That was a big, big, massive one. That that was in the nineties, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, earlier on in my career. <laughs> no, I just I just remember because I remember talking to Barney and once, and he it's incredible when you talk to some of these guys and they talk about New Zealand darts. They they always refer back to to Warren, and he's like, oh yeah, I remember playing Warren, and I remember playing here in South Africa, and all these places. He just rattles off all the stuff, and you're thinking, you know, th- that's incredible that um, that a guy like Warren has been able to sustain that for a long period in New Zealand, and he's been able to stay consistently at the top. Yeah. And he's held the flag for New Zealand darts for a long time. Totally. So that's cool. But how crazy is it back in the day, you'd play a whole tournament, you come to the most biggest game of the day, and they say, stop, let's play tomorrow. <laughs> so then Walter would have had, he would have been on the run, feeling good, and then, nah, you know what, let's just stop and we'll do it all again tomorrow. That's crazy. I couldn't think of them doing it to, these days. It's crazy. Yeah, that's what, that's what happened. And, and I had to travel home with him on the bus. He's sitting in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Warren, one thing looking to, looking into the World Cup, I've tried talking Ben into this. He's not too keen, but I, I thought I might try pull your arm. What are the odds of you guys doing a bit of a hucker up on the stage? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, I've tried it once and uh, it's not me. <laughs> 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 I made a mess of it. <sighs> no, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But what was, what it was. <laughs> mate? You've gone through. I consider the, the the every era of top New Zealand dart players, and you've beaten everybody. Like, what stands out? Like, do you think that the game is getting better? Do you think? Cause I heard num- the numbers used back in the day was a lot more, and people were doing this and that. Do you do you think the quality is getting better, or do you? Well, is it getting smaller in numbers, but the quality is getting up? Is is it that kind of vibe you you're, you're seeing? Oh, I know the quality's a lot better these days. You've got, you've got half a dozen people, you know, or probably even more that pick up the standard, and it's just it's incredible. It's, it's hard to win these days. Well, for some people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the, the standards, the bar has raised that much now. It's, yeah, it's incredible. But it's, it's, it's good to sit back and watch it too. It's, yeah. And when you when you do sit back, hey, like have you like my question is, have you ever sat back and kind of thought about your your influence in the game in New Zealand? Have you ever had a moment to kind of sit back and kind of because I know you you're very humble. You never really say you know you never pump yourself up or whatever. But I mean, I came into New Zealand dance knowing you. I know a whole bunch of other people that looked up to you, and I think when you do throw your last dart and you sit back and look at what you actually. Rank to the game in New Zealand. I think you, uh, 
it'll take a real big moment, and I think, I think you should be real proud of what you've done for the, for the game in New Zealand Darts, mate. Oh, I definitely wouldn't change anything for anything for you know, over my dark careers. Yeah, I'm probably I should have went to England years ago, but yeah, wife, kids, you know, <laughs> yeah, life, life. Yeah, it was probably 90, 90, in the nineties. I should have went, but, but the opportunity these days are a hell of a lot more than what uh, we had then, and a lot cheaper, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to ask you this question. Who, who is the second best darts player that New Zealand has ever produced? Of course, you being number one. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. It really depends what era they're in. <laughs> yeah, you've gone through all of them, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like now, now it's Ben and Ben, hope I. you got Cadence on the rise. He's coming up. you got John that he can... Honestly, they can beat anybody. And you got Tooks right there too. You got uh, Mark Cleaver. You got Stu Irwin. You know, uh, I got smashed on in the qualifying on Sunday by Josh Walters. That's the 98 yeah. average. 98 average, yeah. Everyone's doing these crazy things now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the standard's right there, so... Uh, Warren, what do you put down like the longevity to? Like, what what has made you been able to stay at the top of the game for so long? Probably compared to some of the others that have played darts in New Zealand. Uh, I, know, I just love the game. Wife has been a big influence over the years. You know, he's been the manager looking after me. But yeah, probably just the people in the game. I've just always really loved playing it. It's gonna be hard to give up. Mate, surely you don't have plans to stop. Uh, well, I dare say that's probably my last international. I'm getting old in the tooth now, but but yeah, I don't believe him. No, I just uh, probably what uh, biggest motivation was I used to hate to lose, I hate losing. So I've got to win all the time, so, same as Ben does. So yeah, it's a good motivation. And have you always played with that firewalls when you when you had a big moment? You kind of always had the one leg kick when you turn around, you're like, get in. And it just, yeah. when I was coming up, I heard that so many times and I went home so angry. But um, have you always had, you've always played with fire <laughs> since, since you picked up a dart? Yeah. Yeah. I just like turning down and smiling at you being with like the biggest. <laughs> <football player. laughs> I refuse to make eye contact with Voz now because every time I look at him, he's like, Yeah, you like that one, mate? You like that one? <laughs> uh, uh, mate, can, can you just we get lots of texts coming through and they like asking all the players, kind of, what is your practice routine and like what do you do when you get a bit of time to just practice on the dartboard? And do you play games like 1 2 1 or do you just like playing straight 501? So, what does what does Warren like to do when he gets a bit of time to practice? To be honest, <laughs> <Not much. laughs> no, no, no. As I keep saying, I've had thirty-something years of practicing. Um, before I go to tournaments, I'm just going to have a throw. Just yeah, try and wind the ammo so I can sore. Practice finishing and stuff like that. Yeah, nothing major. Do Do you have Do you have one finish that you like hitting more than any other? Nah, not really. One six seven or one six four. And it seems like he's just <laughs> been in my nightmares so many times. The one six seven, one six four, massive. <laughs> is there um? Is there anyone you want to shout out? What your boy here was? You got a bunch of sponsors. I know you got a bunch of sponsors. Am I putting you on the spot here? No, 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 no. no. 
you know, it's concrete is one of the big sponsors, and we've got the Morrison's, we've got uh, Darren Exley and LZ, and uh, who else we've got? We've got Corey around the corner here, Monty Meats, uh, Archie Mason. Yeah. What about the guys that make your oh, butts? And bit- <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll make a big shout out there, mate. <laughs> Shot, yeah. yeah. Mate, you got to yeah, yeah, your arm, mate. It's on your tattoo on your arm, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just holding up the shirt now, man. So, yeah. Oh, Heartland Prenail, Fischl, Tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, you got more sponsors than me. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you get when you're at the top, yeah. of the top of the world. But, yeah. I'm so surprised they didn't have, like, a whole page for... That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Warren, thank yeah. you so much for your time uh, joining us on At The Oki. I really appreciate it, and uh, all the best heading to uh, Germany uh, next month, and all the best for the rest of the DPNZ tour, and hopefully we'll also see you up on the uh, New Zealand Darts Masters stage as well. Yeah, well, that's what I'm hoping, so... They should, they should give them an automatic spot, eh? 100% eh? <laughs> well, they, or they should rename it like the Warren Parry Trophy that you Ooh. win no, you can't no, it's too early for that nonsense no. mate it's well, too he, early he just said he might hang, hang up the darts but we, nah. we know he's not but. no way he's way too competitive for that <laughs> Uh, no, no. Thanks for having me on, fellas. No, yeah. All good. Uh, that's good War- no worries, Warren. Now, that's Warren Perry there, self-described. Well, no, not self-described. You you told him. You told Mate, I always called him the GOAT since I started playing, and I just felt like the guy wasn't getting enough recognition for the work that he's put in. So he is a legend, and we should support our legends so they support our future. Totally agree. It's uh, 25 minutes after 9 here on At The Yockey, brought to you by the Dart Depot. Darts, dartboards, lighting, and more the Dart Depot. We're going to talk more darts after the break. We are 29 minutes away from 10 o'clock here on SNZ at the Yockey. Brought to you by the Dart Depot. Dart, starboards, lighting and all the Dart Depot. Thank you so much to Warren Perry there for jumping on the line. Uh, great to have uh, an, an icon of New Zealand darts. He's, he's, it's, it's absolutely incredible just talking to him. And as I said, I remember talking to Barney. Um, this was 2019, I think it was. It was his last. It was his retirement tour when he came down here. Oh, yeah. And I remember talking. You know, I like asking the guys, "Oh, you've got memories in New Zealand darts?" And he's like, "Yeah, I remember playing Warren Parry and like back here and here." And I'm thinking, "Jesus, this is what happened before I was born?" <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, that, that, that's what it's like. But you know, if you've ever spoken to Barney, he's a great storyteller. He, he, you just you ask him a simple question, and instead of giving you like a short answer, he'll give you like a two minute answer, yeah. and you're like. Yeah, cool. Break out the novel. Yeah, and and it's incredible, but you know th- that just shows you how long you think of a guy like Barney and how long he's been at the top of the game for. And you think of Warren, of course, living in you. You think if he lived, if he was living in a European country, like if say he was born in England and like was over there, he probably would have been on. Hundred like, oh, That's just been in New Zealand. It's a lot harder. Uh, and that's why you don't get a lot of Australian and New Zealand players. We, we've actually never had a New Zealand player play on the Pro Tour because of the, the challenges of giving everything up to go over there to chase a dream. It's it's a lot to sacrifice, and especially in today's climate, it's definitely a lot harder as well. Um, not only, only a handful of Australians have actually gone over and achieved something. There's been a few that have gone and dropped off and haven't made it, but to actually stay over there and compete is so, so hard. Oh mate, and you, you see, it's not even—it's not even like the outside of the top thirty-two. You can't even really make that a career. You have to have an outside job. So exactly, and and that's why seeing Damon Hitter, for example, and what he has done has been pretty inspiring for lots of people down in this part of the world because 
he he's a guy that's actually done it and he's shown it is possible. Yeah. And Simon Woodlock. Yeah, Simon I Woodlock. Think Simon Woodlock made it to the final of the World Champs as a DPA, um, coming from the DPA tour. So, yeah, uh, giving the guys lots of uh, motivation and and then the standard. They're just showing that you know, from for myself and a lot of other people around today's game, measuring ourselves against Damo when we were playing him, you know, it was only like three years ago, four years ago, we were playing the DPA tour together, and you kind of measure yourself there so you can go. Oh, I, I could get him at certain moments. He's doing it, you know, why not me? So I think that's important. I think the World Series is really important for growing the game, especially on the side of the world. You, you would have played him when he was based over here, I'm assuming? Yes, yeah, when he, was, when, he was, when he was an Aussie, based in Perth. We did the DPA tour together, and he, I think he finished first. And uh, I think I, out of everybody on the tour, I think I would have pipped him the most, so... That gives me a lot of confidence knowing that you know, he's world class and, and I can run with him. And of course, it's only, you know, considering everything that's happened in the world as well, it's incredible. It's only been four years since he won the Brisbane Darts Masters when he wasn't even on the tour. So that, that was an absolute you know, testament to how good he is. And he's playing very well at the moment. I think he actually might be inside the world top 16 again after he reached the semi finals of the Dutch Darts Championship, which took place. Uh, over the weekend, the final was won by Dave Chisnell, beating Luke Humphreys 8-5 in the final. Luke knocked out Damon Hetter, and uh, Dave Chisnell got over Michael Van Gerwen in that semi-final. But uh, some more high-quality darts over the weekend there in the in the Netherlands. Yeah, mate, Euro Tour, eh? It was crazy. Damon was getting a bit of attention, too, with his walkout antics, and he's enjoying the game. I was, I was talking to him on Friday, and... He was telling me he's got one of the best jobs in the world and he's taking it way too serious. And <laughs> Ever since he's kind of chilled out a bit and he's kind of putting himself more out there and, and having fun with it, I think his darts is showing, you know, he's a bit more relaxed and he's going deeper in those Euro tours and, and they're quite good pace too for his ranking. Oh, exactly. And that's a good it's a good way to get up the rankings uh, by playing on the European tour. And speaking of Damon, he, he's throwing a lot quicker as well than he usually does. Uh, when you go back and watch him just a few years ago, it was very slow. Even when he went to Brisbane, yeah, quite slow, methodical. Yeah, exactly. But he's picked up that pace now, and it seems like he's got a bit of a rhythm going. And you know, it's it's great to see because we really want him to. You know, he is representing. Well, he's representing Australia, but he's also representing uh, the Maori culture because of his dad. I think it is. Yeah, his dad, Aaron Aaron Hitter. So his um, if you're if you're a Maori and you know the Hitter last name is, uh, yeah, it's quite a uh, up there kind of uh, family. So, nah, I know he's stoked and. Looking at the rankings now, he, he has dropped into the top 16, which, if you don't know, that's massive for for the big majors, uh, making anything a lot easier to get into. But Dave Chizzy dropped jumping three spots to 13th, and it's pretty crazy. I mean, that from 12 to 18 is, is so packed. And I mean, if Damo just got another £30,000, he could be number 12 in the world. Yeah, exactly. And uh, since the last show as well, there have been two nights in the Premier League. Uh, there was one night in Rotterdam, which is, oh, if you want to see a good atmosphere, that's the place to be. But uh, there's only one Dutchman to cheer on, and surprisingly, he got knocked out in the first round by Nathan Aspinall. Crazy, right? The, the standards just nuts, and those top boys, uh, you, I think it's, you know, there's never been a consistent winner across the board. It's just been broken up between the top boys, and Michael Smith seems to be back playing his best starts again. Yeah, he, he does. And uh, Michael Smith, of course, won the most recent night, which took place 
in Leeds. Uh, he beat Gerwin Price in the final. Even Gerwin Price is playing some good darts at the moment. Uh, Gerwin Price is actually top of the Premier League. He's got a four-point lead over Michael Van Gerwen with three rounds to go. Uh, if you just look at the standings there, you would have to say that pretty much, I'd say the top four is pretty much sewn up. The only one that can really push is Johnny Clayton, who's three points behind the fourth place, Nathan Aspinall. But Price and Van Gerwen already confirmed for the final four, but it's Michael Smith on 23 points, Nathan Aspinall on 22, and Johnny Clayton on 19. Uh, so looking at the rest of the Premier League, though, Dimitri is well behind on 11 points. You've got Chris Dobie on 10 and then Peter Wright on 9. But I wanted to highlight uh, Chris Dobie. So Chris Dobie here, second to last, he has had uh, a night win, which was, funnily enough, the opening night, the opening, of the, night. opening night of the Premier League. But running through some of these scores here, so he lost to uh, Michael Smith in the first round in Leeds with a 100 average. He lost in the first round to Johnny Clayton with a 97 average. He lost to Gerwin Price in the first round in Brighton with a 103 average. Lost to Michael Van Gerwen with a 106 average. And it, you kind of just see this. And it's, it's <laughs> you could almost say, like, it's probably just that bit of experience. Probably cost him. He's obviously scoring well. You don't, Of course, you don't look at just the average of the score and that determines your winner. But it obviously, he's obviously playing good darts. It's probably just those little one percenters where maybe if he was in the Premier League next year, he will probably maybe take a couple more of those opportunities. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Premier League. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's the best. It's the best of the best. And that's why there's so much scrutiny about who gets selected in this tournament because it can really make or break these players with a lot of potential in the past. You've seen players come up, look at Glenn Durrant, you know, yep. come through, had that amount of pressure on him week in and week out, and he kind of lost his form. And I think there's been a lot of stories of a lot of players coming into that Premier League thinking that they're ready and then just getting beat up a lot, playing really well, and it just messes with their confidence. And they just fall right out. I mean, that's why they're so many, they were hesitant to put Fallon up there because she was doing so many good things. But, I mean, to play at that, losing with 106 average week in and week out, can really break you down. It can do, and you were touching on before about you kind of be got to be in that top sixteen to really be making some money, which is true. But for these guys, they will play this Premier League on a Thursday night, which uh, this one just gone was in Leeds, and then most of these guys then will pretty much go straight to which this weekend was the Netherlands. Yep. Potentially have to spend three to four days in the Netherlands until uh, Monday morning New Zealand time. Then they'll probably get fly back home, probably have a day or two at home, and then they've got to fly or go to wherever the next Premier League night is, which coming up is Manchester. So you're, you're essentially, it is like a full-time job essentially, but you are living on the road in a suitcase, and you're doing that every every single week. Yeah, but you know what comes with that is a nice, pretty paycheck. It does, and that's the sacrifice you have that's to That's the sacrifice make. you make. I mean, and you know, you want to build your profile and let everybody know who you are. That's the type of things you got to do. I mean, I'm only you know a little guy in New Zealand, and I'm got a full time. You're, you're, you're the big rat. <laughs> I got a full time job. I, mean, I got a family. I got a family of three with three kids. Getting married. Like there's a lot of like outside of things with that too. And a lot of commitments, and it, ma- it makes the game so much harder when you got so much going on, and you're still going to make time to be at your highest point to be able to compete. And mate, that's another level. I mean, doing that, and obviously that costs a lot of money with it, doing all that travelling, so 
Mate, I'd love to have that problem though. I'd love to just, <laughs> I think a lot of players in the world would yeah. love to have that problem and try and figure it out. I totally agree. Uh, and Michael Smith was the winner on night 13 in Leeds. Let's hear some audio from him right now. It was a, a lot clearer than this. Well, no, I had uh, the week against Demetra where I had to win. This week I had to win, so but next week's massive. Playing Nathan, if I beat Nathan, I'll go three points clear with Nathan, and then I could go potentially what six points in front of uh, Jonna. Then I'd think about that. But for now, it's another night win, another five points. But I've still got three weeks left. I've got to concentrate and do what I know I can do. You touched on that game next week. Obviously, huge for the pair of you. It's also hard to. Nathan struggle at the moment because we know you two are really close on tour as well. Yeah, I said to him backstage for the final, I said, listen, uh, we're in Holland this week. We fly home, I think it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. I said, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll go out if Chuck, if we've got time, Tuesday especially. But we'll go out, have a practice, we'll have a chat, we'll have just two mates. If you want, we can go to the pub and have a pint if you want, just a quick chat. But you know what? Nathan's an inspiration. If people out there watching Nathan, he's battled so hard, you can see him. He's getting upset, he's getting frustrated, but the kids are fired. He loves it, doesn't he? He loves battling, he loves fighting, and yeah, he's, he's an amazing, amazing player. Is it nice to have the spotlight back on you as well, as world champion, world number one? Because everyone's been talking about Michael and Gezi being the best two players in the world, they're running away with it. Is it just a nice reminder that, hey, I'm still here, I'm still world number one and world champ? Uh, not really, no, because I'm guaranteed uh, Dave will ring me tomorrow for another interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's nice, it is nice. I, I do enjoy winning and enjoy doing. What I've been doing after the Worlds and at Bahrain especially, I've been I've been poor. By my own standards, I've been poor. I got lucky the other week in Germany. I was still poor playing that, but I got lucky. And tonight, I think I played well tonight. I think it's coming back. That little break in Vegas has helped. I've got to relax, chill out. I finally got to celebrate winning the Worlds and being world number one. And yeah, it, it does feel good. I feel like I'm in a decent place again now. I feel like uh, say October last year, leading up to the Grand Slam, I feel good now. Michael, pleasure as always, lad. Thank, Thank, Thank you very much. Michael, three nights to go. Do you feel like you're starting to peak at the right time in this Premier League now? Uh, I wish we would have done the first, first seven, eight nights where you could win them all the time. But uh, the Premier League, playing the best eight players in the world, you don't just turn up and win. And I've showed that. Michael showed it. Gezi showed it. Johnny showed it for what? 11 nights or 10 nights and he won back to back. So no, it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard slog, but you're playing the best eight players in the world, you've got to learn to do it. And yeah, it just, I feel like I'm in a decent place now. 2018, the last time you made the playoffs, what would it mean to get there again and give yourself a chance of adding this to your world title? Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Because the last time I made it, I've only been there once. Lost to Michael in the final, we played ridiculous, like 117 or something average. But it'd, nice, it'd be nice to get there again. I keep saying we've only got three weeks left. I'm hoping it's four, I hope I'm at the O2. But we'll wait and see. I can't. I wish the Premier League ended tonight because I'm definitely in, but it doesn't. You've got to concentrate now. And three nights left before the O2, you've got to pick up as much points as possible. Nathan, next week in Manchester, both of your local lads, how much are you looking forward to that one? The atmosphere? I think it's a bit poor that we're playing each other, especially it's both our own venue, but you can't mess with. Um, it's not our choice to say who we're playing. But yeah, it would have been nice not to play Nathan in Manchester, but we are. One of us got to win. Hopefully it's me because if I do win, then I put a little bit of breathing space between us. But yeah, hopefully Manchester enjoy next week. Cheers, Mike. You're welcome. In the final, their price it wasn't going away, was it? When he hit that uh, 140 plus finish, what did you think of that? Yeah, I think I hit the 140, leave 130. I thought he'll miss this. I'll check the 130 out, I feel good. Then he checks out, like, alright, no worries. It's your dad's nights, nice. you've got to do something. And I think I went off 140 ton, uh, 139 or something like that. Something stupid, but it was just about keeping composed. 
in that final four, if I can break him once, make sure you just hold your own darts because if you break him in all four. Michael Smith there talking about uh, that recent Premier League night and one of the interesting things he touched on as well, and we've kind of seen a few examples of this, he, he recently had a bit of a break in Las Vegas and he said that helped him out a lot because we've we've seen Rob Cross. Rob Cross is the prime example that's yeah. coming from nowhere and becoming this uh, this world champion overnight and the kind of toll it took on him. And I remember I interviewed him I interviewed him about um, six weeks after he won the world title. And I, I remember I booked in to interview him, and he actually he was actually asleep when I called him. Crazy, eh? Um, and he was that tired. And then I remember I remember when he came to New Zealand in 2018 and how he was like, and then how he was like in 2019. He was literally like a completely different person, and I think he had kind of had that bit of time to kind of realise the expectations of being that world champion. I think it's probably been a bit of a same for Michael Smith as well because that nine data uh, – which, if you haven't seen, you have to just. If you haven't seen goosebumps. it, you, goosebumps. You've been living under a rock. All those cliches, but <laughs> that kind of took it to the next level. And we'd all known about Michael Smith losing in finals, but that really put a lot, whole lot of pressure. And you know, he's getting that coverage in the US, which darts hadn't really had before. So it was absolutely incredible. So good to see Michael Smith kind of back uh, fighting, and no doubt he'll be back here in New Zealand later this year. We are. 13 minutes away from 10 o'clock. Uh, we've got some big news to announce coming up after the break here. On at the Oki, brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is your one-stop shop for all things darts and queue. Visit thedartdepot.co.nz. All righty, we are nine minutes away from 10 o'clock here on SCNZ at the Oki. Ben Francis and Ben Rob with you. And unfortunately, I've got a bit of an announcement to make. Uh, this will be the last time that both of us will be doing this. Um... Oh, well, we're not leaving. It's just that the show's finishing, unfortunately. Um, Andy from the Dart Depot has been a fantastic sponsor of the show. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to be continuing things, but that's not to say that this will be the end of the dynamic duo, Ben and Ben. Mate, ben. I mean, there's lots of uh, offers out there, so we're going to go through all the mail, <laughs> pick what we want to do, and uh, go from there, bro. Well, yeah, exactly. But uh, in all seriousness, um, if, just keep an eye out on the Dart Depot social pages uh, there's going to be some pretty cool stuff coming out in the not too near distant future so even though that the show is not going to be on SCNZ anymore Andy is uh, he's going to be giving us a bit of another platform to try do some great dart stuff so we've already got some things in the works and there's already been lots of uh, plans and discussions and things and going on like that but it just means it'll be end of at the Oki here on SCNZ but you'll still be able to tune in the station I'll make sure we get some darts uh, content on the station but we'll just be finding the show in a slightly different capacity so exciting opportunities and uh, other things like that but mate I have to say a massive thank you to Andy from the Dart Depot for the amazing opportunity I remember when I got told the show was going ahead I was very happy and I couldn't believe it um, and it's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure to be able to do it for the last year um, as I say it won't be on SCNZ but we are going to be continuing doing some stuff uh, through the Dart Depot so as I say Go follow, like all their pages, and uh, you'll be seeing some more stuff very soon. Man, how cool is it that uh, Dart is getting a platform at a, you know at SCNZ Radio? There's um you know it's obviously a market for people that want to get this information out there, have a yarn and talk about darts, and um, yeah, Andy the Dart Depot is really pushing the game, and you know he wants as much coverage and as much marketing as we can, and I feel like the game's growing, so definitely room for more of stuff like this and hopefully uh, we're both a part of it 
Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's it's been an, it's, it's been absolutely great uh, doing this and talking to people uh, within the darting community in New Zealand and. I hate, hate to say it, but people are going like, you're that guy from the radio. <laughs> uh, you're but, that guy that's on the radio with Ben Rob, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what it comes down to, right? Eh? But like, it, it, no, it's been fantastic. And as I say, Andy, thank you so much for this opportunity. But we're really looking forward to uh, what's ahead uh, with the Dart Depot and uh, what's in place. We've already got some things sorted. Uh, so you just have to keep an eye out on the pages for that. But it's been an absolute... It's just been awesome uh, doing this, um, especially with you being being absolutely fantastic co-host, uh, coming in, giving up a mo- mo- your your time as well, uh, just to come in and do this. It's just been absolute fun uh, talking to some great people around the world and darts, local, international, whatever. It's just been awesome. Hundred percent, mate. And you've shown me the ropes, how this all works, and oh, mate, all the experience of just feeling more comf- comfortable behind the mic. You've kind of just really chucked me at it and said, "Just be you." And I felt way more comfortable and, yeah, mate, like, now when I get on TV, I'm just walking around like I own the place because it's just comfortable, <laughs> comfortable as. But if this is our last show and you have to give everybody a multi, Premier League winner, World Cups winner and the World Champs winner right now. Oh, jeez, I've got like 30 seconds I know, left. I, I know, I put oh. you on the spot on you. are going to try to wrap this up. Uh, Premier League winner. Um, 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 2023. Um, 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 uh, I'm going to go Gilman Price. Gilman Price. Yeah. World Cup winner. World Cup. Which nation? New Zealand. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> Put a thousand on it. And world championship winner twenty twenty four. I think I think Michael Smith might Goes go back, back to back. Yeah. I'm going Steve Beaton. Oh, oh yes. Stop it. Can we close out with his walk on song? Or is that too much pressure on Ooh, you? Oh uh, where is it? I've got it right here. <laughs> All right, that's been at the Yoki here on SCNZ. Uh, as I say, head to the Dart Depot to hear everything. We'll keep up you today with all the darts news on there. But it's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure. And thank you everybody for listening. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Cheers.